welcome to the Multi Woman Co podcast, the place where we will cross cultures and time for refreshing insights on life, love, and leadership. I'm your multicultural host, Claudia Gunn. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Gratitude is the memory of the heart. It's an old French proverb by Jean-Baptiste Massieu. And this is the third episode on gratitude. And it's quite new because it's a solo uh, recording. And I'd like to share my thoughts on practicing gratitude. Because the practice of gratitude is a beautiful, timely, wise and loving way with basically scientific evidence to nourish and uplift your heart. And it has shown to increase our overall health and well-being, including getting more sleep, which is, I think, always a good idea. And maybe even now is the best possible moment to practice gratitude, because most people know when and why they feel grateful. It comes with events that make us feel joyful and happy. But as life can be unpredictable and feel scary, practicing gratitude can be hard or a challenge too. So one of the biggest mistakes we can make is to think we should be grateful 100% of the time. That's an impossible standard. We know gratitude is good for us. We know we should feel grateful. We know life would be better if we did but sometimes the feeling is just not there and then we feel guilty about it the thing is when faced with adversity gratitude helps us to see the big picture and not feeling overwhelmed by current setbacks it can actually motivate us to tackle the challenges before us and be a practice to cope with difficulties for many years i found it hard to feel grateful I was filled with fear, anger, disappointment and resentment. I felt unhappy for a very long time. It started after my family and I moved to the Netherlands when I was 8 years old. From a safe space with friends I felt actually excited to move to another country but there were a few events that became very stressful for me. In my new class there were many fights and bullying especially in a small group of girls, starting with nine, ended up in just six girls. Because three girls left because of the terror of one girl. By the time I was 10, my parents got divorced, for which I felt responsible, as I thought many of their fights started because of what I did. And feeling torn apart between my parents, I felt also a betrayer when I was with my mother, or with my dad. And on top of that, I was struggling in my teenage years with who I felt I was, the introverted and sensitive person that symbolizes weakness, and how I was supposed to be to meet expectations of my parents, for my mom in particular. As I mentioned earlier in the first episode on gratitude, if you haven't checked it, maybe uh, you can do it after this episode. Uh, I didn't understand what gratitude meant besides saying thank you. Now for me, years later, 
the practice of gratitude is related to the practice of self-care and forgiving. It doesn't matter how you start and which practice resonates with you, but let me invite you to choose you first. Start with you. When you decide and commit that you are enough, things will change for the better. It doesn't mean that you give up or don't want to grow. It means I'm accepting where I am now and I know and feel that I can do better for myself, for my dear ones and for the world. And therefore I start to appreciate myself here and now. I am here because I am alive. Death is the starting point. Yes, indeed, you are alive and you have come so far. The next point is, what do I want in my life? What is my deepest desire? Do I want to feel more love, compassion, kindness, understanding? Or is it acceptance? And can I give it to myself? And if I want to feel love, do I want to be heard and to be seen? Is this something that I really want? Well, this is the moment to let your heart speak freely. And when you start answering these questions, you acknowledge what you can receive. In order to receive, you also need to recognize the goodness around you. Is there one thing that I can mention for today? If I can mention one, maybe I can mention three things. Well, go ahead. Maybe you want to pause here and write or type the thoughts that come up now. Or you can record a message, a voice message. I will wait. The thing is that we take more for granted than we realize. And I mean both, what we give and what we receive. In fact, gratitude can be very difficult because it requires that you recognize your dependence on others and that doesn't always feel good. You have to humble yourself in the sense that you have to become a good receiver of others' support and generosity. And that can be very hard. Most people are better givers than, than receivers, but especially when you think you don't deserve it. So allowing yourself to receive is one of the greatest gifts you can give to yourself and to others. And maybe you have heard these words or maybe they are your own words. Yes, gratitude is a good idea and people would be better off if they practiced it, but not for me. You don't know what I'm going through. You see, when people feel grateful, it doesn't necessarily mean that they are free of negative emotions. Uh, they don't necessarily have less anxiety or less tension or less unhappiness. Practicing gratitude magnifies positive feelings more than it reduces negative ones. So gratitude isn't just a nice warm feeling. It has responsibilities that go along with it that can make it difficult or challenging. Especially when you carry pain, emotional pain from a traumatic experience or from grief and loss or anxiety. In that case, there is another practice that comes along with gratitude and that is forgiving and forgiveness. Without bypassing the events and the emotions you might carry with you, gratitude is the best way to, to heal and change your personal vibration instantly. It transforms the moment into something better, even in a slight amount of time. Because the other side of forgiveness is the freedom of living your best life. It means to stop allowing whatever the person did to affect the way you're living now. 
and give yourself permission to step out of your history. Actually saying, or even better, writing out loud, I'm finished with it. And now I will listen and respect myself. Again, you need to do this before you can recognize and receive the goodness inside yourself and around you. That alone is quite an accomplishment. So, can I seduce you to take an inventory of all the good things you have done for others? Celebrate your own strengths and admirable qualities. I really invite you to take notes and let your heart speak. Maybe just for two minutes or more when you feel like it. Let it flow from your pen or fingers when you're typing. And then, when ready, say thank you. Thank you to yourself for being you. That's all. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, feel free to share it with your friends, family and colleagues. And if you have time, please rate the Multi-Woman and Co. podcast on iTunes. And of course, I would be delighted to receive 5 stars. If you want to receive notifications for new episodes, don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, iTunes or Podbean. Thank you for your time and support. And last but not least, take care of you. And as always, wishing you a beautiful day.